Well, no offense to our friend Alice Cooper, but I have to interrupt you and me. It's Vintage Sound 93.1 FM because, ladies and gentlemen, this is extremely exciting uh, for myself and the radio station. Joining me on the phone right now is John Fogarty. John, how you doing this morning? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you guys? We're doing great in the uh, in the state of Iowa. It's good to have you on the phone. And uh, John, I just got done like a few moments ago playing "It Came Out of the Sky," where you reference Moline. So I guess my first question is, since I just played that song, is that the Moline from Moline, Illinois? Like that's 25 minutes away from us. Uh, it's the Tri City. Okay, uh, Moline. All right. Well. We so many people have claimed it as the Quad Cities. I just want you to know that, but that's all right. That's awesome, um, John. The book Fortunate. Well, I think it is you guys. There's a Davenport right yeah. there. Yeah. Oh, so it is the Quad Cities then. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. All right. Well, we're reclaiming it then. That's awesome, John. Congratulations on the book Fortunate Son. Uh, my life, my music. People are absolutely loving this, and and I know that uh, that this was a labor of love for you. Um, I, I thought your process was interesting, though, because what was it, like eight years ago you had somebody interview you on camera, and then did, did the book idea spawn from that interview process, or what? Well, yeah, Julie, my wife, uh, was really helping uh, move the idea along, and so we did go through that interview process. Uh, it didn't become a book then, but, of course, uh, when I got together with Jimmy McDonough, who was sort of my collaborator on the book, he looked at all those tapes, of course, and uh, he had, you know, he was a great guy to be with. He interviewed me and he, you know, asked a lot of questions and then uh, put all that stuff on tape. And then, of course, I had to go through all of that. Uh, I had to read it and then turn it into actual writing because people speak, or at least me, you, you speak a lot different than you would write something. Right. <laughs> I can't even imagine. So the support from your wife, Julie, I mean, it seems like she's been your rock since you guys first met back in 86. Talk about that for a second, because I have John, my wife, Casey, with this radio career. She's been so supportive of me. How important is Julie to you with the, your career and, and the uh, book? She's my whole world, and it, it's interesting you use that phrase, rock, because uh, her grandma and grandpa that she uh, dearly loved, uh, <laughs> Grandpa Ray, who I finally got to meet, uh, probably the best man I ever met, he would always say that about his wife. Uh, she's my rock, and, you know, I'm tickled to hear you say that. Well, I just think it's so important, you know, because, uh, and I'm not trying to say we have similar careers by any means, but we're both in, in the entertainment industry, and sometimes that entertainment industry can be a cold lover, for lack of a better analogy. So to have somebody um, like Julie and for, for me, like my wife, there for us no matter what, I mean, it's, I'd, I'd be lost, you know, quite honestly. It's tough. <laughs> well, I can tell that you feel like you're a very lucky man, and uh, that's a great way to feel. You're you're very lucky to have such a great relationship. You know, that's how I feel. Uh, and so you do everything you can to make sure, you know, you take care of that. You sort of have to, to honor that love all the time and make sure that it stays <laughs> in a really good place, you know? Absolutely. John, what have you learned about over the years forgiveness because it seems like that for the past few years that you found yourself in a good place where you're um you know some of the transgressions from the past you've i don't know if you've you forgave and forgot but what have you learned about forgiveness over the years uh well certainly uh, some people i really have forgiven mm -hmm. um <laughs> that's a good thing to do but you know there, there are other people that you just sort of um 
shelf. I, I have to admit with Mr. Saul Vance, I don't think that forgiveness would be the word. I just sort of have forgotten most of this stuff because it doesn't matter to me anymore. I, you know, my heart is full of love. It kind of pushed out all the um, anger and bitterness and all that sort of thing. That's a great point. If you're just joining us, John Fogarty's on the phone. Fortunate son, my life, my music. John, you were on The Voice the other night, and uh, talk about that experience. They reach out and say, hey, you want to come on The Voice? You, you probably maybe knew of the show. Were you hesitant at all to join The Voice for that appearance? Oh, no, not at all. Uh, I had appeared uh, on last season's finale uh, with uh, Sawyer Fredericks, and, uh, you know, it was great. To, I think we sang uh, Have You Ever Seen the Rain together and a couple of others. And uh, Adam came up to me right, you know, pretty quickly after that and introduced himself. He was just a delight to meet. Uh, and a few days later, uh, he let me know that he wanted, be, wanted me to be a mentor, a coach on his team. And I was thrilled to do that. He's, you know, he's really got a good voice and he's good on that show got a great sense of, you know, music. And so uh, I had a really good time. That, the cast of that show, the people and the crew and all that, that's a, that's a very happy place. It seems like that. That's kind of the vibe that we get from, you know, uh, our side of it is the viewer. So obviously my next question was going to be when, when folks cover your songs that you've done, um, especially in sort of the mentor setting on The Voice, uh, it doesn't bother you when somebody does a rendition of a song that you may have written or performed years ago? Oh, I usually love it. I mean, it's such a uh, compliment, you know, to have somebody make a record of your song or sing it on television, that sort of thing. Um, you know, it's great to be thought of in the, sort of the whole uh, picture of music that's gone on for a long time. I want to pay you a compliment, John. So this radio station uh, allows us to basically play whatever we want. So in 2013, when you put out, wrote a song for everyone, um, I, I found myself just uh, listening to it nonstop. And uh, Fortunate Son that you did with Dave Grohl and the boys of the Foo Fighters uh, is fantastic. So, you know, some people have tried to say that rock is dead, but then I look at somebody like Dave Grohl that seems to be like a champion for the cause uh, talk about that for a second, and, and then again, the record, Wrote a Song for Everyone, is great. Oh, thank you, sir. Well, yeah, absolutely, playing with the Pooh Fighters was a dream come true. I really like their music, and uh, yeah, anytime I hear someone say, well, rock is dead, I always tell them, well, go ask the Pooh Fighters, you know? <laughs> I think they're ignoring that whole idea and just rocking out uh, the way they want to and the way it should be. I was very happy to do uh, that song with them, and I, I thought uh, our record together turned out really well. Well, the entire album was fantastic. So that was 2013. Obviously, you have the book now, Fortunate Son, My Life, My Music. Um, have you found yourself writing any material, John? Wh where are you at right now? I know you're doing some live shows. Well, I've just started uh, kind of, what's the word, tinkering with things <laughs> again, and that's always a sign that uh, songs are coming pretty quickly, uh, and then I'll have to, you know, get in and record them. But it's usually the same. When I'm when I uh, am allowed to get bored a little bit, <laughs> I'm not so busy doing a book tour, that kind of thing, um, you know, the, the urge to write songs, which has happened, it, it comes back to me. John, your, uh, your hit center field um, definitely was probably getting played in my hometown of Chicago last night with the Cubs advancing. Uh, when it comes to baseball, do you follow any team in particular? Well, my own team is the Oakland A's okay. and uh, somewhat the, the Giants, too, because I grew up in the Bay Area. I mean, I'm really happy when the Giants uh, do well, 
But the one in my heart of hearts, of course, is the Oakland A's. Uh, I adopted them way back when Vida Blue and Reggie Jackson and all those guys were on the team. <laughs> but, you know, uh, my my wife grew up with being a Cub fan, so right now our house is pretty happy. <laughs> I was going to say, I bet it is. John, what advice would you give somebody like me? I have a, a three-year-old and a 10-month-old. I have two boys in my house. I know you have kids. Um, what, what should I be uh, aware of that's coming up in my house over the next few years? You sound like a guy that already knows, you know. Um, we had um, what they call Irish twins. Uh, the two <laughs> boys were a year apart. And as uh, my wife says, they were always in a knot, you know. They were always together. They weren't fighting. They just were always uh, rambunctious boys. That's where that song came from. Um, you know, I just enjoy every second of it. It sure does go by quickly. Yeah, it does. I wish I could slow it down sometimes. Um, John, your music has been identified by people, uh, you know, particularly songs like Fortunate Son, people that have served this country. How important is it to you uh, to support our troops? I know you've done it for a number of years, um, and for you it seems like that's something that will never change, right? Well, I was drafted way back in the uh, Vietnam era and uh, was lucky enough to get into an Army Reserve unit um, but certainly you learn a lot about the military and the mindset from the inside. And, you know, I mean, quite naturally, those people are all young people. You know, it's, they basically are sending kids to go fight these wars, and uh, I think we all owe them everything, you know, a, a big debt of gratitude. When you got into the service and then out of the service, did that affect your songwriting at all back in, in, in the late 60s, or did, did it help it, hinder it? Well, the first song that I ever started that was uh, different than things I had done before was a song called Porterville, and that came into my mind while I was doing a lot of marching uh, there when I was on active duty. You know, they, they sometimes it felt like they don't know what to do with you, so they just gather you out on a parade field and have you march for hours and hours. And I'd go into this place. Uh, I think I discovered meditation and didn't realize it, of course. Ended up writing a song called Porterville. Um, and naturally, you know, there were quite a few songs uh, that had to do with the war and uh, the, the class struggle, you might say, between, you know, the rich guys declare the wars and then the rest of us have to go fight them. So that kind of leads me to where we're at, you know, coming into an election season. I know you've commented on this, but uh, somebody like a Donald Trump who's sort of polarizing his own party, um, what's your take on that? I mean, it, it, it's a little refreshing, isn't it, to see sort of somebody that's not afraid to say what they think, whether or not you agree with them, you know what I mean? Well, I have, you know, I'm a lifelong liberal, so I'm probably not going to be voting for Donald, but um, I, I find it fascinating. You know, I just, I thought it his candid his announcement and then, I, you know, candidacy, I thought it'd be over in about five minutes. <laughs> but, you know, the people uh, have a voice, and uh, apparently he's um, touching some kind of nerve, certainly. Um, and, uh, you know, I find that fascinating. Uh, and, of course, he's, he is upsetting a lot of Republicans, so that's okay. <laughs> Oh, man, it's entertaining to watch, that's for sure. And Steven Tyler just had to send him a cease and desist 
to stop using Dream On, even though Steven's a Republican, which I thought was absolutely hilarious. Like, hey, I support what you're saying, but you can't use my song. So listen, John, I just want to say thank you for taking the time this morning. I truly appreciate you. And uh, I want everybody to check out the book, Fortunate Son, My Life, My Music, available right now. Have a fantastic day, John Fogarty. Thank you, sir. You too. And anytime uh, you want to come back to uh, Quad Cities or check out Moline, let me know and we'll, we'll get it done, okay? Uh, you got it. Thanks, sir. <laughs> Thanks, John. Take care.